The Department of Public Works in KwaZulu-Natal wants to negotiate uh, the bis- negotiate business forums blocking construction projects in the province. The MEC, Siponkosi, says over 3 billion rand has been lost due to the delays. The school in the province has not been able to go ahead with construction due to the forums demanding 30% of the profits or protection fees. They have stopped construction at the school at least seven times. What impact have these forums had on service delivery and what is it that they really want? So 614 your tweets at Aldrin Simpia, and you can drop me a call on 086-000-2032. So we were supposed to speak um, to the Department of Public Works in KwaZulu-Natal. Unfortunately, they promised that they'll give us somebody who is going to speak to us, but um, they haven't come back to us on that. We've been trying to um, to get them on um, on the show for this conversation, which they confirmed that they will be joining um, the conversation, but now um, they, they're not coming back to us on who would be joining the conversation. First, it was going to be the MEC. We're told now that the MEC is in a meeting. Then we were told that possibly um, one of the representatives of the department, but uh, seems like nobody is available currently because they're not coming back to us. However, though, uh, Malusi Zondi is a member of a business forum in uh, KwaZulu-Natal and one of uh, the people who have been accused of being part of the construction mafia. So he's going to join us now. He's also um, leading a forum that also has part of its membership, um, Amatelang Ogbona. And Amatelang Ogbona, according to um, Mr. Nkosi, who he will be meeting, are part of the so-called construction mafia where he will have a meeting with them. So Sipo Nkosi, um, Sipo Nkosi is the MEC for Public Works and Malusi Zondi is a member of one of the business forums in KwaZulu-Natal. 614 Your tweets at Aldrin Simpia and you can also drop me a call on 086-000-2032 and uh, Malusi Zondi now joining us on the line. He is from the Black Business Federation. Malusi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Andrian. Good afternoon to the listeners. Okay. So when we started the conversation off air, one of the issues that you raised was around defining what a construction mafia is. And from the work that you have done, what's your understanding of the construction mafia? Thank you, Andrian. I think the construction mafia is just a terminology which has been given to people currently who have been doing wrong things, uh, particularly on sites, on hijacking sites, and doing extortion, and doing unethical things in a manner whereby government will allow it and private sector will allow it. I think it's where the construction mafia came in, of which, in our view, it's a name which shall be given, but I strongly believe that as time goes on, uh, those people who were doing those things an arrangement to engage them was supposed to happen so that we understand who exactly are those people. As I've been saying, Adrian, most of the time, my face as the president is also attached to the construction mafia, which then tends to confuse uh, what exactly is the construction mafia when even our faces are attached with that uh, terminology. Yeah. And then, Amatelong Ogbon, what would their role be? What do they do? Amatelong Ogbon initially were a group of community leaders who started to organize themselves to fight for what they believed was theirs by then in lobbying, advocating for work because they had companies, but unfortunately in the development in their areas, they could not participate because they had companies outside 
with no policy which tend to at least make meaningful uh, uh, ways of them to participate. So they ended up closing sites and demanding to participate. But eventually, as time went on and on, through those people, some of them never had companies uh, which will afford them an opportunity to participate, which ended up some within those groups wanting money, which tends to be extortion. But then it's where we amalgamated ourselves. We then created Black Business Federation so that we eliminate all the wrongdoings, of which hence why we said the construction mafia meaning then tends to make confusion with us. So, so, so currently with what's happening in KZN um, and the incidents that we've seen um, in KZN, there was one incident as well with the, with, the, with the High Court in KZN specifically. And the accusation there or the allegation also is that Amatalongokbon, those are the people who are actually stopping this construction from going ahead. Have you ever engaged your members around that? Yes, yes. Uh, there are false allegations, Adrian, which are going all around. Current, currently, as we speak in cases, and there are numerous projects which have been driven. The people who have made means to at least engage with us is the municipality, also government in the provincial uh, level, which we have created uh, summits uh, when MEC Sikhezigalala, by then, Minister Sikhezigalala was the MEC by then of Economic Development and Tourism. We had a conference in addressing those matters. Contrary to the popular view, Delangogbon has been the one that has been protecting sites from stoppages. There are people within the world which cause chaos. Sometimes you will find that even companies, sometimes because they went or they go through business rescues, they'll create their forms of business forum or organized groups which will come in and make as if they are closing themselves because they want certain stopping uh, site stoppages amounts. Sometimes you'll find that they don't want to pay people and then they will tend to say it's Delangogbon. But when we go deep, we always say they must be identified those people in a certain manner where their identification is known. But it cannot be Delangogbon throughout who closes sites while Delangogbon is trying to assist government in making sure there is progress. So, so, so with the role that the guys with Delangogbon currently play right now, um, would you say that there are divisions within the organization itself where you have some people who would approach this question around uh, 30% localization or 30% representation or involvement of local business in some of these construction sites and saying that the way that they are going to go about it is the violent route and the others then prefer, as you said now, um, to go about it the legal route, the negotiation route. And I don't know what the negotiation route would entail. No, definitely. Uh, as Black Business Federation, we have mentioned that there are those people which have uh, hijacked the struggle. Our struggle was simply to say a Black African child is also relevant in participating meaningfully to the mainstream economy. Where further said, it cannot be particularly in, in Deben where we started, where the majority of people are Indians. They tend to take everything which undermines... You mean the majority of the businesses are being run by Indians? Definitely. It's only Indians who are running strategic uh, economy, uh, industrialization. It's, it's on Indian areas, while majority of the population is Black Africans in townships and in rural areas. So it tends to be unfair to a Black African child who wishes to be an engineer and own a company, who and own a consulting company and a construction company. It's unfair. So our deliberations was that we need to negotiate 
engage and find a meaningful sense for us to work together and obviously find ways in creating job opportunities also for local people who at least have a, a, a role to play in their own economy. Okay, 0614-104-107, your tweet at Aldrin Simpian. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. Let's go to Anonymous. Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good, good, Anonymous. How are you doing? Yes, I'm one of the contractors in South Africa. Mm. Uh, what is happening, it happens to me. Uh, what they are doing, these people, they call themselves forums, and you find them now, there are three forums, not one, because they are no more they are no more together. They are no more uh, talking one voice. Mm. Now what they will be doing to you, this group will be coming in the morning. This group will be coming in the afternoon. The other group will be coming later in your house and knocking at your house. They don't even have guts to come in with the guns at your door. At your house? Yes. And uh, I'm blaming the government because the government is the one who's taking these people to the MECs, the MECs are telling these people you must go there and demand this and this and this. That one I can say because if it's not up to the government and the MECs who are spoon feeding these people with this kind of a thing, the government should have created a law now under Praja to say we are creating this law because of our projects are frustrated as a government so these people can be arrested with immediate effect. They coming to you, they demand, how can I appoint a person with one million is got a great one GP? Mm. They are telling you that now you must appoint this person. He's not even that registered the person. And after you pay this person, you must go to South and pay that money back by yourself. As I am saying, I'm going to name the places. Place number one in Pumalanga, in Balvo, it's happening. In Pumalanga, they call Siabusa. It's happening. As we speak, people are shooting each other. They are killing each other because of these things. But the government is so quiet about this thing. That means, politically, this thing at the background has got a movement whereby these people are coming to demand a 30% to, to, to the contractors. But at the end of the day, that person... He's got a great one. He registered the company mm. two weeks ago. But they are demanding you to give him 300000 You are killing this person. He doesn't even have financial statements at the end of the day. And now it's going to come to the point whereby, as we contractors, we need to protect ourselves. We're going to push back. Mm. And when we push back, it's not going to be nice. And the government will start raising and saying, you are pushing our people. You are doing this and this. Uh, to our people. Yeah. So, so, so earlier on, you spoke about um, MECs, and you and you blame the MECs. Why? What have they done? It's because the MECs are, are, are introducing the project to the local level. Yeah. Let's say like there's an MEC for infrastructure, for water and sanitation. This is the duty of the MECs for the service delivery to the public. And if the project is frustrated, the MEC has to stand up and make sure the police are doing their job in that, in that particular project. Because the service delivery to people doesn't come, the mm. mafias are stopping the project. Mm. Then when they come together at their rallies, which I cannot mention the, the, the what you call... Uh, the party. The parties. Yeah. They will be having caucus aside 
to say there's a project in the comrades, you need to call them to one, two, three, four, five. So those people, they must give you that and that. Mm. Our business people, they need to be educated. And our MECs, they need to come to the radio. Public works, whoever, ever tell these people, you are entitled for 30% on which project and how much. But you must price for the project. And then so they can appoint one person. Okay. No, they're going to come there and tell you the budget of this project is 40 million. You didn't even tell them. They are telling you the budget. Those mafias. So th- they, so have, they have inside information. They have inside information. Okay. Secondly, what is going to happen? That 30% of the 40 million, they want it in hand without working. They've you. been told they're entitled for that 30%. Have you ever transferred any money to a construction mafia? Of course, I can't I can say this thing on earth. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been hectic. It's been bad. Whereby when you come to your house, you find a car or the gate waiting for you. They are telling you, you must do this now. Mm. Otherwise, they will be showing the pictures of your children. You go to somewhere to the police station and open the case. The case will be two days, three days is gone. Sure. Because there are, there, there are people in the municipalities who are giving these guys, mafias, projects for protection. Mm. And then when the contractor comes from like from Pumalanga to Zulunatak, They'll be telling you, no, this guy is not from here. He cannot work here. But we've got people in USA. We've got people in Europe. Why all these people, they don't come back into our country? Then our local person from South Africa cannot work into other provinces. Yeah. Anonymous, uh, thank you so much for the call. I uh, really appreciate uh, you sharing your experience with, uh, with the construction mafia. Also understand some of the limitations that you face. Um, but um, um, Malusi, does, does what Anonymous is saying um, resonate at all? Do you know of instances of that nature, including also the involvement of politicians? It, it does happen, Adrian. It does happen. As I've said, initially when we started this, it was never about what currently is happening. There are too many different groups currently which have hijacked the struggle, of which uh, uh, what currently the listener is saying, it, 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 me as the president, I've got more than 200 cases whereby people have been complaining in different areas. Sometimes you'll find that a, a black woman is told not to work because these guys are saying he cannot or she cannot work because they demand a certain portion. And my question is, why do they not work? Hence, I'm saying the construction mafia terminology, the government of ours is not assisting by addressing this matter thoroughly yeah. and making yeah. sure that people are taken to accountability whom are wrongdoers. You cannot say, Adrian, by this time, as government, you do not know who are these wrongdoers and attach Malusi's on his name when you want to mm. engage a construction mafia. It cannot be the very same person who is assisting the black African woman, youth, people living with disability. Yeah. For instance, when you go to Sandral, Adrian. Central is running projects, 1.3 billion, 4 billion in Wazul Natal. It's a provincial uh, uh, project, which currently there are no stoppages. Why? We were involved. When you go to Eastern Cape, Central Bridge, you will find the same. 
We've got MOAs with mm. Umgeni, Katsuza. You will find the same, whereby projects are running because there is stability, because we have said as PPF, we want to make sure that those who are doing wrong will equally change our faces to them direct, which will end to become black on black violent because ours was to grow companies of black African people for them to contest in the business space, not to hijack projects, not to want money from people who are also Africans and they do not want to work. We are against that. Okay. Let's quickly go to Masilos joining us from Bulukwane. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Cynthia. Thanks mm. for having this time with me. This uh, problem is not uh, only in the construction. It is across all uh, business activities that uh, uh, people will do in those villages. For example, uh, they started with uh, what you call uh, business forums in every uh, village or every township. Mm. Now, the uh, business forums tend into uh, mafias by uh, specific leaders uh, uh, making all the members to work for him. So he will go out extorting money from uh, the contractors on and around the villages. Now, I, I heard uh, the man from uh, uh, Business uh, Federation, mm. uh, Black Business Federation, saying <clears throat> the, the, the African child doing business. My concern is me as a black, if I go there, I'm no longer an African black child doing business. I'm seen as an outsider, I'm a full South African, I pay taxes, but they will still do the same to me. The other thing to worry about is, uh, as the previous caller said, what is the government doing or saying about this? Yeah. Are are you also in the sector, Masilo? uh, I am both in uh, uh, construction and other business. Okay. I've experienced uh, this thing. That's why I say what, it's what, not only construction. What do you think the solution is then? <clears throat> One, uh, this, this, uh, whoever distributed uh, 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 this message that uh, there is 30% subcontracting for people where the project is going to happen uh, did not do it correctly. Uh, people down there misinterpret that clause because that clause is well, it's well, it's, it's, it is well managed and uh, it has got a requirement mm. and also with the specific amount. <clears throat> Number two, uh, the lawlessness uh, in this country, it, uh, it, it keeps on increasing every day. So that's where the law enforcement agencies should come in and uh, act immediately. Because in other countries, say, for example, just here uh, across the border in Mozambique, you cannot disturb a, con- a, a contractor uh, appointed by the government, irrespective of any amount, irrespective of where you are coming from, whether you are inside or outside. Ours here, Would there be police there? Advantage. Would there be police around that site? First of all, is the culture. Okay. Uh, the, the people there know what is the law and what they're supposed to do. Irrespective of, of how poor they are, people in Mozambique are suffering. Uh, 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 yeah. But they will not take law into their hands because they know punishment it is severe. Okay. But, the, ours, but with ours, it, it, it is the way around. Thank you so much. Uh, Masilo there from Bulukwan. Um, Malusi, just in closing, um, one is... 
when you do meet with the with the minister, oh, sorry, with the, with the MEC, the issues that you want to raise with the MEC during that meeting, but also as a federation, how do you ensure and how do you look at the expertise that your members have and also um, whether or not actually they qualify to even be part of a construction site? Well, Elrena, I must also say this. It is not only about our members doing right or wrong. The big companies, Edren, are looters. They've looted and they've made sure that these small businesses, they don't rise. They make sure in a form of exploitation, they make sure in a form of rates on site, and they collude. They collude in pricing, they become lower for them to get these jobs, and they give slavery rates to those who want to participate. So it is not only the businesses which are under us that are complaining, but further, you will find them also contesting powers, big companies coming to us saying, we must engage government because government says a lowest bidder will win the tender. And these big corporates, they collude and they open companies. So our members uh, currently, because of the years which we have been in existence, they were great ones. Most of them now are grade five, are grade seven. So we are able to rotate uh, people because it cannot be only one people over and over again. There are projects within municipalities. We are training people. We've got CETA on our side. We've got Itala Bank, which we have engaged with thoroughly to say they must be able to finance companies yeah. which obviously are getting jobs from us. So as a professional body, we want to deal with tendency of people who are also, uh, because it has happened also to us, and when you won't believe, believe it or not, you will find that our members have been affected when going to different areas where these certain people of local will go and say, you can't work here, this is my area. I mean, what, whatever what, and they will say, you can't work, you must work through me our own members. So I think government must now call for a summit whereby there will be a serious dialogue on this. And again, we must take resolutions, including uh, justice and also uh, uh, SAPS must be on board. And then we have to discuss. So our proposal to the MEC is that we want to make sure that we invite government into our summit, which we are planning of which we are going to share with you, whereby we are calling for investors to come back to South Africa Mm. especially to the areas where we are highly affected. And we are going to protect them as protecting so-called captains of But then you're going to need, are you going to ask a fee for that protection? No, no, no. I was going to say us protecting them is through us participating meaningfully. Because when people come and say our people who are participating must be removed, then those people are creating a, a, a very serious okay. issue with our members. Malusi, thank you so much, Rita. Malusi Zondi there. He is uh, the president of the Black um, Business Federation in uh, KZN. And as you just heard, there are several members that they have, including Amatelong Ogbona. Um, but also um, another issue there is around uh, some of uh, the people within these organizations being part of the so-called construction mafia, which has raised a concern now uh, by the government and uh, the police have a unit that specifically deals with such cases.